Hey everyone, happy Monday. Hey, hope everybody has had a great day. Yes, it's been a little rainy and dreary here today, but we're not letting this hold us down at all. But we're super excited because tonight we have our second guest. It's our friend, Brittany. Who knew we would have back-to-back guests? We're so popular, Danielle. I know. (laughs) Brittany is a beautiful young woman who goes to our church. Um, Oh, Danielle, you go to our church, apparently, because I just said our church. (laughs) You're part of family church. people know you yeah you're 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 our, you people know you. you're part of the family even though you don't you know it's all good but anyway <laughs> she goes to oasis with me <laughs> and she is she is very talented she can sing she is and please do not take her when i give her this compliment she can take care <laughs> of my daughter so beautifully she is a go she is the go-to babysitter for violet but that does not mean y'all all need to start calling her the people that have babies she's mine no one else is taken okay. mm-hmm. yep, take and so but no she takes care of my child so beautifully she has a lot of roles at the church that ebbs and flows that she can tell you a little bit about what she does there um but yes she hasn't been to our church for too too long how long have you been with oasis uh three years three years okay that's what i Three years this september maybe maybe yes but she is a she reminds me a lot of danielle like (laughs) i really think wow she she loves sunflowers they're very much both sunshine people they light up a room when they walk in like we've got a great great duo here today so but Brittany, tell us a little bit about yourself maybe it's age if you can tell us where you work, if you, if you want to, <laughs> okay, and then maybe cool. what you do at the church or like anything else you want to share with the crowd. Okay. Um, I am 24, turning 25. Uh, I do a lot, like Crystal said, at Oasis. I, I work with the kids. I work with um, children's church, nursery, mm-hmm. I sing in the choir. I travel with a a worship group um, called Chosen. Yes. We also have a podcast. Oh, oh yeah, I do the podcast. Oh. You can plug it. Oh yeah, Chosen Perspective, and it's just a different like musicians, vocalists, college and career. Um, let's see. I think I think that's about all that I do with the church. I babysit a couple of kids from the church. Um, mm-hmm. Violet is is the cutest though, um, right? Just <laughs> say. I do. Oh, I work at a kid's dentist um, as a receptionist. Oh, that's fun. It is. It, I get to meet a lot of different people and I talk constantly. So mm-hmm. um, it's a good avenue for that. <laughs> uh, I theater in college, which I know theater and dentistry are very different. Um, but <laughs> hopefully, good hopefully point. one day I'll get a dream role and I'll have some experience in administration. So I don't know. There um, you go. Yeah. Dream big. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much me. I think that that was a, that was a good summary. I yes, that. that was good. I think, know you. I think the people know you now. <laughs> good. I hope so. So yeah. Well, we teased if if anyone remembers, but we'll we'll remind all of our beautiful listeners. Um, we teased a little bit last week that we were possibly because we weren't sure, but we're sure now. We were possibly going to go into a different or just talk about a little bit more about the Enneagram. Um, Our beautiful guest last week, Trista, she gave her perspective, her opinion. It was a great conversation. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, 
I think it's just so interesting that Brittany want to talk about the same thing, which is completely fine because as we've prefaced here many, many times, both me and Danielle, this platform is made for people's opinions and perspectives and how they see the world or how they see parts of the world. Um, obviously any, any biblical stance anyone wants to take or anything like that is welcomed. And so we're just very centered on share what you want. We are here to hear. Um, but no, and Brittany is, is very much a woman of God all around, just like Trista. So it's just a little bit different of a perspective, but also just a time to dive in to what the Enneagram has for us or doesn't have for us really. <laughs> there are a lot of different perspectives on the Enneagram. Um, and I actually talked to Trista a little bit about it myself too, and just kind of to see where we were and if we were on the same page. Um, most of the time, though, like, I think, I don't know what all Trista said um, in this this past episode, but um, I do know that the Enneagram is something that it's not for everyone. It's also not set in stone at all. It's just kind of a personality test, so you take with it what you may. It is rooted in a lot of um, psychology and a lot of, like, different perspectives mm-hmm. gathered from. It started, I think, it's, it started way back when and it's kind of led through with like oral traditions throughout like churches and things like that. But it got kind of big in the sixties. Um, but it really is just kind of like a development and a study on who people are. Um, mm-hmm. So really like I wanted to start just kind of with a basis on the Enneagram. Cause again, I don't know exactly where, um, where Tristan went on it, but it's, it's a personality test with nine different sets of personalities. So you've got, you've got a lot of, within that like you've got your um your triads that it splits up into which is your gut triads your feeling triads and your thinking triads um i did not know it just kind of it yeah it pulls them in different places and then there's also um hyper focused stress triad which is um rage shame and fear in each of those which we don't have to get into all that because it's super complex and i am in no way a like well-researched studied person on Enneagram. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, but, there's like so many uh, books have been written on it and stuff like that. Like it's, there's a lot of info out there. A lot of different perspectives too on each type and like where they, they come from. Um, but just kind of a breakdown of each type. I found like the chart. The first, number one is the reformer. Um, and they're kind of your perfectionist. So that's just, there's a lot of attributes to that. Uh, number two is the helper. Number three <laughs> is the motivator um, slash performer. Number four no. is your artist slash romantic. Um, number five, I'm a romantic. observer. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, you are a romantic, though. I believe you. But actually, ironically enough, Crystal, which we'll get there, um, twos do go to um, a four when they're relaxed. So we'll get oh. that there. <laughs> Ooh, I'm um, so excited. Um, number five is the observer thinker six is the loyalist seven is the enthusiast eight is the leader and then nine is the peacemaker um and eight is also sometimes known as the challenger which if you know some eights it kind of makes sense (laughs) um but yeah that's kind of like a basis of (laughs) it's kind of the basis of everything i am a seven which as i told crystal today 
Sevens are super spontaneous people. We're very enthusiastic, but we're not so big on like the planning aspect. So if I get off like off course, please bring me back because <laughs> I will <laughs> see a rabbit trail and follow it 15 times. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like a, a basis. And I think both of you guys are twos, right? Well, I have something funny to tell you. Okay. I'm excited. So about 30 minutes ago, after I get done cooking supper, I decided, okay, hey, I haven't taken the Enneagram in, I started thinking about, it's been three years since I took it. Um, And in the past three years, I have changed jobs, met a man, got married, Mm -hmm. lots of changes in my life. So I took it again. I am now what a are you? Room. I was a two wing three. Now I'm a seven wing six. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh, that's me. That is so cool. What did I say? I what did said I do this before we started the podcast? And I was like, nope, save it for the podcast. And then oh my Crystal gosh. was like, y'all remind me so much, each- so much of each other. I was thinking, oh my gosh, if you only knew. OMG, that I is the so. coolest thing ever. Look, it makes me want to wow. retake mine. I think it's only been two years, though, for me. I haven't made change well, let's be honest. <laughs> I made you take it when I met you, Crystal, to be honest. And I think you retested it as a two. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like, you're I, right. <laughs> I think I made you and Micah take it because I was like, I want to know. Which I can't even remember what Micah was. But yeah, no, I am. Yeah. Danielle, that's so, that's that's so, so funny. cool. Funny. So I'm trying to pull my thing up. I still tested really heavy on two. I tested really heavy on seven, nine, and two. Those are my three most positive. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Stop it! Look, (laughs) I told y'all I was secretly right. Just didn't know. You were. They do say though that it is common that sevens will mistype as twos and vice versa. So like if you take it one year. So, like, I don't know if you mistyped this time or last time, but, like, it's pretty common that the two will, like, mistype. Which That's interesting. Kind of, like, what I was going to go into, like, later, um, but we could get into now. But um, I was going to do a bingo thing with, like, each type. Well, not each one, obviously. We don't have that kind of time. But <laughs> for, like, the twos and the sevens, because I'm a seven. So, you can do the bingo now and figure out which one you feel the most with. Because That's so cool, Crystal, yeah. It's so fun, like Chris, because I was gonna do it where we figure out like what types of twos um you both are and like your differences. But if you're a seven, this will be so much fun, right? Because you got your like, two different <laughs> people. Well, I think. Well, I started looking at because I have. I was really big into the Enneagram, like I said, about three years ago or so. And then just life, whatever. Like I had a Pinterest board and everything. Pinterest has so many fun little like graphics and stuff about mm-hmm. it. And so I went back and some of them I was like, did I, do I, I was like, I don't know if I identify with all this as much as I did. And so that's what made me think I should take it again. And I think I probably was a two at that moment, but things mm-hmm. have changed, you know, in life. Yeah, oh, for sure. And it's like I said, it's fluid. I mean, it, yeah. you know, you sevens are like your spontaneous free spirit. So like, depending on where you are in your life, like, you know, back then you may have had more responsibilities going on where you couldn't like dive into that spontaneity as much mm-hmm. as you can now. That's um, a good part. And so, Point. yeah, it's, it's really fun. And, and twos, like I said, I have a lot of friends that are twos and we do have a lot of similarities. And like, sometimes I'll be like, am I a two or am I a seven? And then almost never fails that I'm always like, I'm a seven. <laughs> yeah. 
but um that's so that's so fun like I can't get over that I love that and I do know look I'm just so glad you everyone wants to be a seven and so when I was like a two I was like man if I only had to be a seven and I guess I've grown in life that now I'm a seven now your dreams came true (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) that's perfect when you were saying the names of them, like, I want to dive into one that you said was an observer or a motivator. Like, I want to be a motivator and I'm super observant, yeah. I think. So <laughs> it makes me, I don't remember what number that was now. I think it was five, but anyways. Yeah. But it's I don't know anything about and them. They're, they're like research oriented types. Most fives nope, I've found mind. are introverted. Nope. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> but, but I mean, now listen, if you are crystal diving into your seven. Um, then sevens, when we grow, we become more like analytical as well as like, as the fives do, like the sevens in growth are fives and in stress are ones. So like, as you're growing as a person, you may want to learn more about stuff. You may research more. You may need more time alone. I don't usually have that one, but, um, (laughs) if you're, and if you're stressed, like I was telling Crystal too, I, in work environments, like planning charting all that kind of stuff I am very much more goal focused and goal oriented and that kind of becomes more of a one for me which is like in sevens they put their ones in stress so like in work stress it makes sense um yeah like I'm one of those like I mean I'm a nurse I have to document everything and I am very into I document every single thing because that's what I have to do kind of thing yeah yes and I do it and I'm like very color coordinated with it like I'll have a a system and I was telling someone the other day I was like the thing is about me it's gonna be organized it's gonna be color coordinated but if there's not a key on the page somewhere you may not be able to understand it (laughs) yeah I will I was like, the other day and they were like, what is this? And I was like, no, 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 blue means this, yellow means this. In my my mind, it makes sense. Yes, no, that's um, me every day at work. I'm like, I know it doesn't make sense. I'll make a key for you. (laughs) But like, this is, this is what my brain says. (laughs) Yes. But that, you know, it's that seven energy. Mm. (laughs) Um, but so for Crystal, like, um, again, I dove into this thinking that both of you were twos, but, um, Crystal, like, your your bingo board Uh says, like, it's a four by four. So I'm just Mm going to ask you, um, each one and I want you to just like say yes or no and tell me if it feels okay. like you because obviously you are a two you tested as a two so there may be some that you're like absolutely not but that's okay yeah um no the first one is cares way too much about other people and Di- daniel you can dive in too if you think crystal's answering incorrectly <laughs> yes please do daniel <laughs> so like well let me get a clarification is this about what people think or i just care for people too much like caring it just said, I mean, I guess you take it whichever way you want. Because it just well, says it would, cares way too much about others. Yeah, it would still, it would be yes. I mean, it might would be yes for both, though, for you, right? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like in older age, I've gotten better at not caring what other people think about me. Yeah. Um, But still probably a yes. Um. Okay, the next one is a mixture of confident and insecure. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that for Christmas too. Uh, good with animals. I mean, I'm not bad with animals. <laughs> that question just is weird to me. I mean, I love animals. I feel like I take, I take, you know, pretty good care of our dogs. 
but that may be a no. No. Because when you have a child, sometimes you can't give them the detention. What the world? The attention (laughs) you've given them before you had a child. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Um, Always have an open ear for other people. Yes. Yes. Sometimes can overdo their support. It's in quotes. Support. Like the people that help me? I think it's saying like um, you can like overdo your support for people like even if they don't necessarily deserve it. Maybe. the quote. Oh, the support that. I give people. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's asking. Um, probably. Depends on the person. Okay. Because, I mean, I don't think I'm a fixer. I don't want to fix you, but I'm like, what do you need me to do? What do you need me to do? Tell me what you yeah. need me to do. I think sometimes you though like put your own self in stress trying to help others. Like if you think of it that way. Yes. No, 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 for sure. And that kind of segues into the next one. Often ignores their own needs for other people. Oh, heck yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Struggles telling the harsh truth. Um. So I've gotten way better at that, but like, here's my thing. If I'm going to tell you the truth, I'm going to put it very nicely. I'm not going to be rude to you. Yeah. But if I need to tell you something, I'm going to tell you something. Okay. And I think work has helped me with that. No, you're going to think this new part in my job has definitely helped me with that and other circumstances where I'm going to speak up more than I used to whenever I was... I'm speaking up more, or Danielle, do you think, Danielle knows, do you think I've (laughs) I've spoken up more in the last year than ever in my life? I think, yeah, I think you started growing a backbone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next one is likes nature. Uh, no. (laughs) Oh, see, my response is, who doesn't like nature? Yeah, I'm like, I love outdoors. (laughs) I love outside. (laughs) I mean, I don't hate it, and I'll definitely, like, go outside and take walks or or whatever, but if you give me a choice, I mean, but I do like camping, if that counts, in a camper. <laughs> it should but, be in a camper. <laughs> I mean, I've done a tent before, and it was kind of nice, but I don't know if I'd do it again. You don't want to just throw yourself into the wild with no preparation whatsoever? Um, no. <laughs> like a spontaneous walk outside? <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll walk, but if you're talking in the wild, you said the wild. See, but like, I'm like, man, let me go into the woods. Right I now. love going into the woods. Like, that's my favorite just part about hunting, just walking and sitting in the woods. Yeah, and like, I don't even, I don't even know where I'm going. I'm just going in the woods. See, you take me to a restaurant. Let me eat a lot of food. <laughs> okay, I got you. Um, barely asks for help. Truth. <laughs> That is true. Uh, has been called annoying. I hope not. I don't That's think I'm annoying. annoying. You're not annoying. No, mm-hmm. did did any? I mean, I know for a fact someone in that I went to high school called me annoying. But oh yeah, that was ages I went to ago. High school called me annoying. Right? I yeah, know me, she's talking about too. Me too. Same I person that called me annoying. Wait, did she call you? Annoying oh gosh. Too? Yes, and someone else. But I can't say their. I was about to say their name. <laughs> oh <laughs> Rude. gosh. But no, I don't we think don't like I'm that. annoying. I don't think I'm annoying. You're not annoying. <laughs> okay, good. Um, rather extroverted. You are extroverted. That is truth. <laughs> um, takes personal sacrifices to help others. 
Well, I think they already said that one time. Yes. Yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of goes in with one of the other ones. Um, can actually be really cool. Okay. <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. <laughs> well, it's kind of a rude question. Can um, actually. Defend, it's the way they work. Can actually be, cool. be really cool. Okay. <laughs> Defends their friends more than themselves. Uh yes, we had we we said that in a podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, often exhausted when they're alone. Um, no, I quite enjoy quiet time, especially after a hard day mm-hmm. or after a long Sunday. I just want to sit in my car in silence, and I feel more energized after that, not tired. Oh really? Oh, yes. not me. I mean, I, and I love you. If I'm alone. Oh, okay. I mean, I can now. I'll thrive too if you throw me into a party, and I'll still yeah. be energized there too. But every now and then, it is nice to have silence, and it's not. And I may get a little sleepy depending on where I'm sitting. You know, obviously, like if I if I sit in my bed and I'm not actually reading something, then yeah, I could, I could probably go to sleep, and it would make me tired. But I hate the if silence. I'm, yeah, if I'm I mean, needing yeah, no. <laughs> like to have a little bit of silence, it would re- it would generate regenerate what the world regenerate <laughs> is that a word regenerate yes I mean, thank you yeah. is that what you're looking for <laughs> probably invigorate um oh i like oh, that yeah. one too rejuvenate I, yes yeah, rejuvenate. There it that's is. the word <laughs> <laughs> um i like have never found a moment in my life so far where i've like been like i want it to be quiet really like I I mean even when I'm just alone like I have music going or I'm on the Mm -hmm. phone like yeah I don't I have a podcast playing like I do not sit in silence I cannot do that I will talk to myself (laughs) does that mean I'm old you guys no I think so I just enjoy silence every now and then it's not a lot but I definitely do it way more than I used to way more than well you also have a baby well, yeah, but she don't have as many fussy. quiet times. Yeah, but she's not a super fussy baby. But yeah, and it may be even that silence means I don't have to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, silence means See, I don't have anything to do. I don't have an email to cut. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's dinging. My phone's not going on. You know, maybe that's what it is for me. Right. See, I don't. If I don't have something to do, I feel unproductive. Same. Oh no, like, I, I feel like I get that too. I feel guilty. Sitting there. Yeah, I feel guilty for not mm-hmm. doing something. Right. And I'm like, Gosh. even if it's just like, I feel like I have to go have fun. Like, I just, I feel stupid if I'm just sitting there with nothing to do, like watching something on TV. I'm like, I could be hiking. I could be if doing I'm anything else. Standing and listening to a podcast and like meandering around the house doing like tiny little things, I feel so much better about myself versus sitting down watching TV. Yes. No, exactly. Like no one can tell that I've cleaned the dining room because I just literally move stuff from one side to the other. (laughs) I do that too. (laughs) Oh, I was gonna say for me, like I can't. I have to have TV on to do anything too. Like I, if I feel like I'm alone and just cleaning the house, I'm like I can't do it. But if I hear someone talking in the background, I'm so much more productive. Yes. Yeah, and I guess I just go back. I'm like in between y'all because, like, (laughs) if if I have a day off. And Micah's like, look, just relax. Like you actually like, you know, don't don't do anything around the house. Like it's fine. 
And then like, cause there was one day we tried to do that and he tried to take me like out to like do stuff to like have a fun day. And it just was not working. Everything was like closed down that he wanted to do. And I remember I just looked at him and was like, I could have worked today. I could have been productive. <laughs> and I just broke that little man's heart and I felt so bad. But then I have some days where I just need to be still or not a whole day, but like a portion of the day. But then you have days where what y'all are saying exactly happens and I feel guilty and I go to bed feeling shameful because my house looks the same. But like, I literally yeah. had no time to do it. So where were you going to fit it in anyways? <laughs> but it's like, you could have yeah. crystal. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the cycle of weirdness that goes through my head. Even on my quote unquote yeah. lazy days, I'm like, <laughs> let me cook three meals. Let me meal prep. Let me put this Bro, let me oh, cook yeah. these in the freezer. She'll like, make well, bread. Yeah. Let me make some a homemade loaf yeah, of bread. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly like that too. Like I can't, it, my grandmother hates to hear the word bored but it constantly comes out of my mouth I'm like I'm bored I have to get up and do something and she's like what and I'm like she's like you just got home and I'm like well we have to go somewhere she's like what you just walked through the door like an hour max with nothing to do is all I can handle (laughs) I have to be prepared and busy I struggle like watching movies sometimes because I'm like I have so many things I need to do right now and so many things I want to get up and do but now I've committed to sitting here watching this movie with Steven like oh yeah (laughs) well see I have found this about myself because I love a good tv show Mm -hmm. I love a good movie I like I will I will hyper fixate on things and like fall in love but that's the theater kid in me like I will I will fall follow the storyline to a t but it has to be something that's engaging to me or I don't want to sit there like if it's a show I'm not interested in I'm like I can't I can't do this but if I make a Gilmore Girls moment out of it and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to binge watch this and order all this takeout food and have people over, like, it's a right. whole different ballgame for me. I, I think that's why I watch the same things over and over a lot of times. Like, I'll watch Friends or The Office or whatever because I don't have to pay attention and I can do 15,000 other things while I'm yeah. going to know every moment of every episode. Like, I can quote it to you. So, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I yeah. find comfort in that. That's probably some weird <laughs> other thing that somebody needs that to diagnose cool. me with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there. it's probably part of your seven, actually. That's a big thing with the sevens. My gosh, I can't that. sit still. Look at and you, Danielle, so adapting. I'm so glad I finally have a word move. for what I am. <laughs> You're a seven. <laughs> exactly. Kara wasn't um, so was weird. <laughs> no, no, I promise. No, you're just like all the like other. You. I was about to say, you're just the like other the other sevens. sevens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, let me see what I have saved on my phone. All my Pinterest things for the sevens. Was that um, all of the two? Yeah, that was all the two. The seven Perfect. one, I feel like we almost answered just by me and Danielle responding to the two. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but basically, it's just like avoid facing negative emotions by distracting yourself. Oh my gosh, yes. That's me to a T. Back. You don't have in, to think about it. Yes, it <laughs> in a, don't think about it. It didn't happen. Exactly. But in a good setting, because I've had very deep conversations with both of you, y'all oh, are okay yeah. with talking about your emotions, even if they're hard. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and okay, that's okay. that's a thing that I found too with sevens. Like it's like one of those things that says things sevens want you to know about themselves. It's we can have deep conversations and delve into our emotions 
we just don't like to like okay okay for me for me if there's a negative emotion about myself or like something that's gone on for me I don't want to talk about it yeah if mm-hmm. you are talking about you and for some reason I feel like I need to bring it up to like help help you through whatever you're talking about then I'm okay being vulnerable about vulnerable about it but yeah. if you sit down and you're like Brittany let's talk about the deep hard things I'm like <laughs> I have to go shopping and I leave <laughs> so this you is know, a random just... question so like how uh-huh. do you think sevens would do in in counseling because you just kind of identify session yeah 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 because Brittany um, have you ever gone to counseling I've never asked you that I've never gone to counseling. I could probably benefit from counseling. I think most <laughs> humans probably could. Um, oh, yeah. Everyone could, in my opinion. The, let me explain. Okay, so sevens, <laughs> they're the head types. And they're, they're okay. this is getting into the deeper stuff. But it's a head type, and they're based in the fear triad. So even though they're not going to show you that they're scared of things, their minds are constantly in motion. And so, uh-huh. like, especially in the wing sixes, like uh, Danielle and I, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know I can't speak for you but I can definitely speak for me like my brain is constantly in a state of overanalyzing and overthinking things 100% and so when even though you might not see that on the front like people don't think that I get stressed or have emotions sometimes like other than optimism but like (laughs) internally I'm like constantly Uh, Mm -hmm. but sat down with myself and tried to convince myself to go to counseling but always talk myself out of it because of the vulnerability stage, because mm-hmm. I know that I have to sit down and they're going to talk to me and I have to open up. And that that's like true. a, it's, it's based on the, on the fear, fear concept. But I do know some sevens that have gone to counseling, have gotten over that and like have can do it fine. But yeah. it's just, it's one of those things that like, for me as a seven, I have to like, that's a hurdle for me because I don't like to be vulnerable. You have and to so, work harder um, at it. Yeah, it would definitely be hard. Now I could be like spontaneous. Someone could be like, "Oh my gosh, you should spontaneously go to this therapy session." And I'd walk in and be like, "Okay, hey," um, and I <laughs> yeah. probably deflect the whole time <laughs> and ask the therapist about them and get them to talk to me about themselves <laughs> and not actually give them any info, but. I'm sure they would get a lot from that, (laughs) but you know, that's probably how it would go. (laughs) That's so funny. You say that. So I have done a little bit of counseling, um, Mm -hmm. three years ago or almost three years ago. And, um, yeah, I knew it had been a minute. Right. Um, it was middle of COVID, that kind of thing, whatever. Um, so I knew I needed to go because it was so overwhelming. All the emotions and stuff I was having, having so much trouble with anxiety, and it's not that I wanted to go, but I knew I had to go because I had to deal mm. with it. And so mm-hmm. it was really hard for me to make that phone call, to submit that application, <laughs> whatever. But there's also 10,000, there are so many things going on. Like I said, being a nurse in the middle of COVID, in the middle of a, you know, pandemic, yeah. it was just a lot. And so taking those steps, it was really difficult, but I felt better when I did it. But it's so funny you say that. The lady was like, I don't remember her name. She was like, my name's blah, blah, blah. We was on Zoom, of course. And I mm. was like, she was like, tell me about yourself. I was like, what do you do for fun, too? <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, let's lighten the mood instead of talking about yes. what are these things that's bothering you. I was like, well, you know, it's like bad, but like, you know, 
I'm sure it's normal. <laughs> Me, I'd be like over over analyzing everything, but also overcompensating. Yeah. Like I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about me. This happened, but like it's okay. Don't let's not talk about it or stay there for too long. Let's move on. But I feel like I will talk about things with my with like my special people. Like I'll talk to Steven about anything. Like there's no guards up there whatsoever. I'm not I'm not hiding feelings from him. We have a complete open conversation about everything. My mama, I can pretty much say everything to her. Crystal is one of those people also who I can pretty much say anything to and kind of, yeah. you know, but the vulnerability is really hard for me, except for with like my special people and like my sister and that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, I think sometimes too, like, because my whole life I've always been a comedic relief, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes I just do that. And like, even like roles that I played in, in shows, like, I was the comedic relief of the show. So, like, it's so much a part of me that, Sometimes I don't even realize that I'm, like, making light of something that could be potentially, you know, yeah. important in my life. I but specialize like, in dark humor. Like, I really do. Yes, me too. <laughs> I, I'm so glad. Because, listen, some days I'm like, there's no way I'm a seven. Sevens do not have this, like, dark, morbid humor that I have. <laughs> but I'm glad that I'm not alone in that. <laughs> um, but my my friends, like, there are certain friends. And I'm, I've always kept my circle, like vulnerability circle really small but like there are certain friends that I don't it doesn't bother me at all like I will tell them everything that goes through my head but Mm -hmm. there are other people that I just like you can probe me and probe me and probe me and I will just deflect my way around it somehow Mm -hmm. and I I don't know always know how to get over that hurdle but it's definitely a thing (laughs) my answer is like no I mean yeah it's but it's fine like it's fine (laughs) you can ask my parents if I say Literally. I'm fine, I'm She's not, not fine. fine. Uh-uh. Literally, no, me either. Not even emotionally, but like physically. I passed out at Gulf Shores one time. Passed out three times in a row. It was fine. Oh, I had a little hypothermia. I was totally was fine. fine. <laughs> so I passed out the first time. Stand finally, you know, my I wake up, whatever. My mom and daddy help me stand up. I'm like 14 years old. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. We take two steps oh, yeah. and I fall face forward and pass out again because oh, no. I was not fine. And oh, when yeah. I do waking up, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Pass out again. So <gasps> my parents don't believe me if I ever say I'm fine. They even told Steve <laughs> when we met, they're like, if she says she's fine and she looks like, you know, why is a ghost? She's not fine. Don't listen. I, I, I relate to that 110%. My, um, my whole life, I've been a klutz. Like, I cannot walk straight. I can't function on Same. flat ground. Like, it is not a thing for me. And my dad says that when I was little, he would just hear, like, boom, 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 boom. and then, I'm okay, daddy. I'm okay. Yep. And then come so in, cute. like, five seconds later, and I would be bleeding. And he's like, what happened? And I was like, I fell off the ladder. And he's like, why are you like, <laughs> not like tell that. people? <laughs> and so, I mean, it's just, I've always been like that, too. Like, it's fine. I'm okay. I mean, I don't know if Crystal told you this, but last year I um, almost tore a ligament in in Missouri oh, yeah. when we were we were dancing, and I literally just like crawled <laughs> off the stage and was like, she did. "I can sing. Don't worry about it." And I like, I'm stand. fine. Literally, I was like, "Don't even look at me. It's okay." <laughs> Which luckily this happened during practice, just to give you like Danielle, just so you know, she was it was oh, not yeah. like go time. <laughs> thankfully, it happened during practice. And she literally, yeah. And I had a paramedic and two nurses that were there. Yep. And um, 
that traveled with us and so they were like oh no and I was like <laughs> like I just- can make it I'm totally fine just um just if I could just lean on something I'll be great like yeah exactly right? no literally like I just hopped on one foot like there's video proof, proof she did. hopping on one she foot did. around face Stop. No, the it whole like as a kid thing. It makes me think that I was a seven as a kid for sure because oh, so yeah. many times I would get hurt or do something like you know you as a kid you fall and just like scrape up your knees and whatever and like majority of kids cry when that happens. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, if Danielle ever comes to you and there is she's bleeding and she's crying, like it's not good. But if she's like pouring oh, yeah. blood, yeah. she's like I'm fine. It's really it's okay. Like she's okay. Like she's yes, fine. exactly. <laughs> And I, now I will say, this is something that my parents will tell you too. I'm definitely, I feel like I've never moved from seven. Like I've been a seven since first to, to the end of time. Um, but my dad will tell you, like, I was the first one to cry if I fell and you were looking at me. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, if I got your attention and it's like a center of attention thing, I would be like, oh no. And I would just cry. But, oh, like, Daddy. if I fell, <laughs> broke my arm, busted my face, something like that, and you didn't see it happen, I wasn't going to cry about it. You weren't going to find out until after the fact when you're questioning why, why I've got bruises all over me. Right. <laughs> I'm not, but if, if he watched it happen, I would be like, <laughs> we That's so he was funny. Like, Stop acting like that. <laughs> Your yeah. Christopher has no mercy. <laughs> Chris was like, get up. Like, you didn't even hit the ground. Like, what, <laughs> like, the world? what are you crying about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, that's so fun. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually met another, like, female seven. I've met a couple <gasps> male sevens. And, I'm so, so um, honored. I'm so honored yes. to be seven and you're a seven. This is crazy. I know. I feel like we have so much in common just by yeah. one conversation. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I met a couple male sevens, and it's actually interesting, too, to see, like, how the Enneagram presents itself differently in men. Like, Ooh. Crystal, you know them, Daniel doesn't, but, like, Caleb and Dylan are both sevens. But oh, they are so different from me. Yeah, they like, are. Like, we are nowhere near the same person. I mean, now uh-huh. me and Caleb do have some tendencies. Yes. More of our Dylan... impulsive sides. But Dylan, I, no, like, we're not the same. But he is, he does have a different wing um, than yeah. Caleb and I do. But, um, but yeah, so men male sevens are almost completely different than female sevens i've noticed but i feel like there's probably steven to take the test i wonder what he is yeah i want to remember what micah is but i can't Um, i think micah was a nine crystal i can see that what is the nine he's a the, the peacemaker he's a peacemaker well I don't know. I I'm just that's what you told me. I don't know. I don't look. Let me text him and see how fast he'll text me back. We'll see. Uh, uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, because I want to say that that's what you told me, but I'm not quite sure. Don't ask me. I really wouldn't think there would be a ton of twos that are males. Is, My dad is. Think? A two. Oh, really? Be. Mm-hmm. I guess Pretty when much I think of like care is a two at some point in their life. Yeah, that's true. I guess mm-hmm. I get just the mentality of like, not that like men are not great helpers, but to the point of, twos. yeah, I guess yeah. when I take it to the extent of where we sat, they sacrifice to the point of, cause like, I just think of my grandmother and my mom, like yeah. they're definitely twos because they do not take care of themselves before they take care of well, others. Yeah. And I definitely think it depends too on like, again, like the 
feminine masculine thing too because like I said my dad is a two and he is you know you know him like you know Christopher very well but Mm -hmm. my dad will go to the ends of the earth for people he may not always show you like show you that on his face because his three takes over and he's got this like authoritative mode that is presented to people but like he would travel to the end of the world for pretty much anyone he totally Um, would and so and so like he's got that that mentality and y'all are similar but like also very different in other ways you know yeah so like I think it's just that masculine feminine thing because he wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't look at my dad and be like oh he's a two but when you know him like at his core that his motivations are very too like mm-hmm. I feel like did you t- did he take it or do you self did you self-diagnose him um, I self-diagnosed him first, then I made him take it. <laughs> I was just curious <laughs> and I, if you were able to get uh, my, to take it. Diagnoses, Danielle, are usually spot on. Like, oh. I've gotten to the point to where, like, if I meet you, talk to you a little bit, I can usually get you, like, pinpoint you. Um, now, that's just because I'm excessive. <laughs> I, like, research <laughs> it and all that kind of stuff, but... Usually they're pretty spot on. Tiffany, my stepmom, she is a six hardcore loyalist all the way. Um, oh, yeah, just that word. And like, oh yeah, yeah. She and she's got that wing seven enough to like that makes her. There's not a spontaneous bone in her body, but really. she's still like, fun. She can, but she's still oh, fun. Yeah. Like she can, she can be super out there, super fun. Um, but she is not spontaneous. But she's mm-hmm. like I don't know. She's a six. And my best friend is a six, too. I'm actually surrounded by a lot of sixes, but I think that's my wing six. <laughs> Does the Enneagram have the thing where, it like, I'm just thinking of, like, if Steven takes it or if Micah ever responds. Is there, do they have the thing, like, some have where they can say, like, what you're more compatible with? Like, who, like, yeah. a two is more compatible with a number, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there, um, if, depending on what social media platform you're looking for your Enneagram stuff on, mm-hmm. um, Instagram is a, has a lot of good, like, resources when it comes to stuff like that. There are a couple accounts that I follow that, like, they'll do series, like, they'll do these long series. Yeah. Um, and they'll do, like, recently one did a relationship series. So it was, like, choose with this partner, choose with this partner, choose with this huh. partner. And it's kind of like a, it just shows, because there's not a, in the studies, you're never going to find, like, a hardcore, like, this person mm. belongs with this type. Right. Because they don't. For sure. It's kind of discouraged to do that. Yeah. Um, But there are, like, types that are more compatible. Like, sevens and twos usually get along because they have more things in common. Um, Look at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just sevens, I found, for me, I get along with a lot of sixes. Um, and I think again, it's my wing six, but also because sixes tend to be more like subdued and I've got enough personality for 500 people. And so we just all kind of vibe together. (laughs) Yeah. No. And I think like talking about relationships with any rooms, I think that's one of those things kind of like Trista was talking last week. If you look too much into that and get too, you can start letting that define you be like, Oh, well, this is why me and um so-and-so have problems because, you know, yes. I'm a five and he's a one. And it's just <laughs> yeah. not, meant to, that's like almost like when people look into, you know, horoscopes and like, well, I'm an Aries. And so that's why I just never oh, have got one with Aries. Yeah, know. exactly. 
and that's that's why like you have to be careful with it like especially mm-hmm. coming from a religious standpoint because you never want to put your identity in anything that isn't Christ-like. So if you're looking to a test or a number or something to help you build relationship with another person, that's automatically not the way you need to be going. You need to, you need to focus that on like communication and like the Lord and how you're going to grow together spiritually, not based on your numbers. So like, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's always just a healthy balance, like with anything, anything in moderation. You don't need to go overboard in, in anything. Mm-hmm. And so like I think for the Enneagram for sure you can get matched in this bubble. And there are even people that are like marriage counselors that will use it as a tool, but sometimes it's used as a hindrance. So you just have to you have to be careful where you know, where you're putting your trust. Yeah, that's a lot what we talked about last week with Trista. I really it, like you said, it can be used as a good thing and you know, also like, it's just one of those fun things. We talked about this before we record the podcast, but <laughs> all those tests you take like in on BuzzFeed or like back in the day, like if you had Glamour magazine or 17 magazine, yeah. <laughs> take the quiz and be like, you know, what type of shoe am I? You know, am I a high heel, am I yeah. a wedge or am I a peep toe? You know, I'm a converse. <laughs> right. Like oh, what silly, like mm-hmm. stuff silly like that and it's just kind of fun like oh that does match my personality whatever I think if you take it with that take it with a grain of salt and um but there are people who like Trista talked about who you can let that overtake you and be like oh why well, worry and whatever and there's parts of you know I was two wing three for so long or thought I was and I know there were some posts it was like a two is someone who wants to have someone to throw a birthday party for them but they don't tell them they yeah. want a birthday party thrown. And then they're going to be upset that the birthday party wasn't thrown when they never told anybody they wanted the birthday party. And yeah. I remember thinking, I don't want that. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't want to feel like that. I don't whatever. And so I don't want that to define me. I don't want that, whatever. Like, why am I going to make somebody feel bad for my emotions? That I never expressed to them. And so there are yeah, things exactly. that, you know, you, that you can spread from these, like, okay, well, if, if, if that's something I do, how do I not do that? And kind of use it like that type of tool. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can it can be used to help you grow. Like, there are parts, and like, I think we had said this, or you said this, like, you wanted to be the seven. There are parts of a seven that, like, when under, you know, when just looking at it, you're like, oh, it's the fun personality. That's everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are parts of a seven, like, the seven's biggest, um, like, well, the way this one person worded it was, like, seven deadly sins almost oh, it's like gluttony. their biggest struggle is gluttony yes because we always want more and like and I do find that in myself and I'm like okay but that's something that I can mentally work on and like pray pray about because yeah that is a problem people struggle with that like certain Enneagram types might struggle with pride more than others like mm-hmm. it's a part of who you are but you don't need to I've also met people who will like use it as an excuse be like well I only acted that way because I'm a seven and I'm like no you don't need to do that like you don't need to justify your actions because of your Enneagram type that doesn't make any sense yes we talked about that last week Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and so I think it's just everything everything you do like studying through it it doesn't need to put you in a box and I found too and I talked to Trista about this before she recorded um last week we were talking about, I was like, there are times that in my lifetime, I have had to like mentally slap myself and be like, get yourself out of this seven box. 
Like you, mm. you'll sit here and you'll be like, sevens won't, sevens wouldn't act like this. Sevens wouldn't feel this way. I can't feel sadness because a seven wouldn't feel sad. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not allowed and, to be and, sad. No, we're allowed to be yes, sad. We're humans. And, yeah. Right. And so I think it's just like, I've had to mentally slap myself like even then and just realize that really it's not that deep. Like it doesn't, right. everyone is experiencing emotions. Everyone is going through human spectrum and human life. All of you are going to feel something different. You just make cope with it in different ways. And I think that that is where like the Enneagram kind of stems from, like the psychology of it is that people just cope with different things in different ways. Yeah. yeah and we talked about that last week, like with these have been going on, you know, from the beginning of time, like, you know, type A personality tests or this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, just a different version of it. Sorry. Go ahead. Kristen. Yeah, exactly. No, you're good. Yeah, I think what it what it would do for me, someone who's like still processing and wanting to be just better in general, like to me, what it opens up is it like what um, Brittany said about how you read something about it and you're like, but wait, how do I fix that? Right. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like that's what I would go in with it more for myself. And maybe it's the insecurity portion that I know I hold Mm -hmm. even though I'm super confident there's certain things I'm still insecure about so then I have the mentality of okay so the toxic insecurities that I have how do I make them better for myself like how do I get out of that rut of somehow saying out loud and believing it that let's just like use for example that you know like I'll just use this example so like I feel I feel like God has called me to like speak not just sing but like I so want to like when I see these women on stage like are doing conferences or even like tag teaming sermons with their husbands I want that like yeah I just do like I feel like that is a second calling that I really feel like God is preparing me for I don't know when it's going to happen I don't know if it's going to be more in the counseling world because I know I want an integrated you know with faith and counseling together I don't want them separate maybe that's something I'll be able to speak about once I have more but then in the back of my head I have those like you're not you're not smart enough like you're not going to be able to do that. You know that you're you're set calling. You're just going to counsel. Like I have all these other insecurities that play into that. So what is the best way for me to get out of that rut and f- basically fully believe in yourself from start to finish, not pieces of yourself. Believe in yourself mm-hmm. from start to finish. No, that's completely uh, true, Crystal. I think yeah, like it's one of those like you can use it to better yourself. I think that's like the same thing I said like with the. This is, you know, years ago, I was looking to the two, like, well, why am I going to, why am I going to hold people yeah. accountable and be emotional over something I didn't express to them? And exactly. I was like, okay, I don't need it. to do that. And I I can do that. And I've done that in the past. And so Me too. that's something I try to be hyper aware of now of. So Same. the Enneagram did bring that to, you know, front with me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And for me too, like the, the overthinking portion of things, I guess for my brain, it just kind of helped things click. Because I like the the wing six in me, the like over analytical person. Like I used to always think that that was stemming only from my insecurities, not realizing mm-hmm. that sometimes that my brain just works like that. Mm-hmm. And but it is something that I can actively control, and I have. And so I have to remind myself, like when I get to these moments, because sometimes, like I said, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm just anxious because." 
that's who I am. No, that's not who I am. Like, those are not things that I was called for. That's not how I should identify myself. That's things that I can't overcome. And so it's just that it's almost the like taking the thoughts captives and identifying Mm -hmm. what you're struggling with and then moving past it. The Enneagram can help you, I think. It's not going to help you move past it because it's that's the Lord's job. But it can help you identify what you're struggling with, I think. Mm -hmm. And so as long as you're not identifying who you are based on that and you're utilizing it as a source to build yourself better and to like to God and to a higher calling, you know, I think that that's where where as long as you're using it as that motivation or just willy-nilly being like what disney princess am i based on my enneagram type yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, um, i want to be just, ariel just kidding it, no i'm ariel <laughs> oh can i be bell i want to be bell um actually let's see who you are i have it right here <laughs> oh my gosh you do I so wait is, uh, is daniel ariel yeah me and Ar- me and daniel <laughs> Me and Ariel. Me and Ariel. Me and Ariel. Me and Ariel. And then exactly. Uh Crystal, you're Snow White. But I crap. don't know don't know if I agree with this because if I'm, Snow White. No, I'm just kidding. If I'm self-identifying um each Disney princess as like an Enneagram, I would not necessarily say this. I would almost say I definitely think Ariel is an enthusiast. I think Rapunzel's got some of that too. But I yeah, think, that's like, what I was thinking. Um, your your helpers are really gonna be like I was thinking Cinderella. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like it's Cinderella true. or even like Tiana is like a is really more of a three because she kind of goes towards that success, but like yeah. uh I'm trying to think. There there are a lot, but Cinderella really is the number one, I think, for for helpers. And Snow White too, yes, but What's Sleeping Beauty? What is she? She's got to be a nine. Uh, She's not on my list here, but she's got to be. (laughs) Yeah, because nines are known for their napping habits. Really? And you don't think Mike is a nine? Come on. Oh, that's got to be him. He commented, I know he does not remember, sadly. Macy is a nine, too. So if Macy and Micah Mm. are very similar in your brain, that could be why. That is interesting. He's going to have to take it again, just so we can just know for funsies so wait so what is the three if i'm a wing three what did you say three was three is the achiever the achiever so like they're motivated by basically their success not necessarily in a prideful way yeah i mean not always in some threes it very much is um but it's not always a prideful way it's just like motivated by success and usually your two wing threes are your helpers that are driven like very ambitious like they have big goals and they but they their goals are people oriented usually Mm, that sounds about right (laughs) yeah yeah um but oh this one has eight as merida as a challenger which i think is is pretty accurate yeah i've never seen that movie you've never seen brave i've never seen brave yeah but I've oh, actually no, only seen pieces it. of it, to be honest with you. Oh, well, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> but I've seen enough pieces to know what you're talking about, at least. Like, to know that she okay. would be a challenger. Oh, yeah, she definitely. Because, I mean, the whole movie is based on a challenge between her and her mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, these... the thing that the website took the test on today, it sh- 
it had like all kinds of stuff like that. And it was like, what makes you unique or whatever? And it said my top three personality superpowers were Ooh. I was like a hundred percent caring, a hundred percent optimistic and a hundred percent enthusiastic. And I was yeah. like, I feel like those three it. things do explain me pretty much. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, let's see. I had one saved earlier too. But I was like, oh, this one's kind of fun. It's a what each Enneagram type says on a daily basis. The um, okay. number one is, oh, I made a checklist for fill in the blank here, which if you know anyone's, it's pretty accurate. Number two, the most most thing likely said thing by two is no problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> which, pretty funny. And it says, even though they literally just dropped everything, drove 20 minutes, and skipped dinner yes. just to help you out with something, dot, dot, dot. It's no problem. See, I did that, with that too, though. That's what's crazy. See, no, me, right? me too. Like, when I read that, I was like, that is me to a T. But mm-hmm. I think, Danielle, it's the, um, I think that is the the spontaneous side of me and like because sometimes sometimes they get a bad rep because everybody thinks they're shallow and they only want to do what they want right that's not always true for me I find that I whereas twos want to help people because they genuinely want to help I want to help people because I want to make them happy I want oh my gosh, to like yes. inspire yeah I want to inspire that joy so I'm gonna I'm not gonna confront you I'm not gonna give you any issues I'm gonna be like no problem absolutely sounds great because I want to make you happy. So like it's it's a different it's rooted differently because twos like innately just want to make the world a better place. <laughs> and I just want to make everyone around me happy. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm you like, just defined my entire 29 years on this planet. Yes. And I had to do that. I had to search deep down in myself because I was like in this battle of am I two? Am I a two? Am I two? Because everybody tells me that I don't do enough for myself and blah, 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 blah. But some people say that I do too much for myself. And I'm like, what's happening? And so I don't think you do too I, much for yourself. Well, it just depends on who you're talking to. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, well, that's funny like, you say that. I've had people say, like, because me and Steven like to go off, like, random and do things or whatever. Like, we're planning a trip right now for March where we're just going to run off and go be crazy for a little bit and people are oh, like please right. do y'all are just in that selfish time of your marriage whatever you yes. time, whatever i'm like why am i being selfish we work hard like we want a vacation yes <laughs> like, y'all deserve it, it. i do i have selfish. had people say that to me like oh you're just in that selfish time of your life i'm like what? yes and, Who are these and people will say that i will go find them yeah, and I have like I've battled with that. I'm like, am I selfish because I want to do something that makes me happy? And right. I'm like, no. But yes, innately, technically, you're thinking about yourself when you want to do something to make yourself happy. But in my brain, selfish is when you're like hindering the needs of others and only yes. thinking about yourself. Yes. And so, like, I think that sevens you can get to that point. Like there have been times in my life where I'm not so like proud of it, but like where I've been like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to do what I want anyway. And that is not a good, not always a good mentality to have. And then usually for me, it happens if I'm frustrated. I'm like, I don't care. I'm doing what I want. 
I'm over but, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. We're not doing this anymore. I'm doing what I want. Get no on. problem. And that, <laughs> and yeah, no problem. Just kidding. But most of the time, like my desire is to enjoy myself and also make you happy. So if I think that I can do both of those things, then we're we're golden. See, and then I, I just know. said, like, I have people who say that or whatever, and then I'm like, well, that's that they're unhappy with me. So maybe yes. we shouldn't go yes. because that would make them happy. And, and no, and, you and go. I, no, I think myself <laughs> to death through that. I'm yeah. like, that's the overanalyzing person, part. That yes, literally is it. One yeah. person told me this is going to make me unhappy. And I feel like I have to rearrange my whole life. Yeah, one person was going to be unhappy and I'm like well I have to do something that's going to make everybody happy and they're like my dad usually is like no you don't <laughs> and I'm like yes yes I do this Mm-mm. solution I may be exhausted but at least they're happy and they're happy and I've done something <laughs> and I'm, it's like what well yeah um, there was something that like it was right when me and Stephen met and we had planned to do something, whatever. And we planned, coordinate all this stuff, whatever, 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 whatever. And then somebody was like, well, that doesn't match with my schedule. And so, I mean, it's just because you're being selfish. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I just made 20 people happy. And now this one person, and now all I can focus on is what this one person said. Is what the, yes, exactly. And that is usually where like, if you, if you read the things too, about like the seven have an overpacked schedule it's because i don't know how to say no mm. it's, mm-hmm. it's because i, feel I that. make everybody happy and i'm like okay sure yeah i'll get my nails done with you oh you wanted me to get my nails done with you well i'll get my nails done with, with you tomorrow and a pedicure with you on on wednesday uh, and then i'm like oh my gosh i've overcommitted myself to five thousand different things because yeah, i have like three mm-hmm. things on my calendar for saturday and i sat down with steve the other night i was like listen which one should I do? Because I can't do all three of them because like they're involved in different parts of the area. Yeah. Like I can't be in three places at one time. <laughs> yeah. And and when you when you're sitting down making these plans, you're like, oh, I can do it. I can do it all. It's fine. I can yeah, do it. Yeah, like I can swing by there, then do that. No, actually, that's like a two hour drive, so I can't do that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, Micah's I'm definitely glad. helped me with that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Micah being more. How like, to say no, or like, hey, no, maybe, you yeah, just don't. we're not doing this. <laughs> yes, like you're gonna have to say no to one of them, but I want to want yeah. to. Or like <laughs> exactly. me and Stephen will divide and conquer sometimes. Like at Christmas, we had so many Christmas parties, we were like, you know what, I'll hit this one, you hit that one because they're at the same time. Oh, so divide and conquer. Then everybody's mm-hmm. like, where's yeah. Stephen or where's Danielle? Well, uh, we had two things at the same time and we had to hit both <laughs> of them. So yep. you got me, not him, or you got, you know. <laughs> That's what we do with exactly. youth events all the time. Right. Yeah. Same oh, thing. Yeah. Well, this has just um, been a great conversation. I know for real. I'm like, dang. Y'all have met y'all's twin. I know. Maybe this is crazy. Honestly, we have to hang out. Like, we need to plan a coffee day. <laughs> yeah. I'm free Saturday. No, I'm just Hold kidding. up. Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> no, for real, I'll be in Disney World, but like. I'll make it work. So I mean, we'll, I'll just fly back. You just fly back. I'll drive my two-hour drive back. It's fine. We'll meet for coffee. We'll get our nails done too. It's great. You have to say it. No problem. You. I'll get a pedicure today. No problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> oh so yeah, the come, seven right? one. What what day? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the seven one of that was 
the, the big statement was, what are we doing after this? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And that's I was too like, funny. That's, I that's have heard you funny. say that, Brittany, a million times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me. What are we doing after this? I mean, at, at the bachelorette party last weekend, I was like, what are we doing now? Yeah, what are we doing now? And see, that was a day where I wanted to do everything. But Micah was like, you, you need did. to come home. Oh, like, yeah. poor Brittany <laughs> even had to text me and be like, are you feeling okay? Or are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I just feel like death. But I'm going to make I'm sure nobody. Dying, I'm gonna, but it's fine. I'm going to try <laughs> my best to make sure I, everyone else <laughs> can tell. Kristen was like, it's fine. It's no problem, guys. Um, yeah, it's, it's no problem. My throat just is put on me in the corner. I'm here because I'm going to have FOMO if I'm not. Right? Literally, FOMO is the realest thing in the world, bro. <laughs> I've come I have- so long with my diagnosis of FOMO. I've gotten so much better. Yeah. But, oh, it's so real. It is so real. That's a podcast in itself. It is. Uh, just FOMO. FOMO. <laughs> bro. I know so many people that suffer with it, too. Oh, yeah. They Everyone admit does. It. Well, so it goes into, it's a social media thing that makes us... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, we didn't have social media, so we didn't know we were missing out on stuff. Right? Literally, and now I'm like, party? well, I want to go. I want to go to that coffee shop. Where is it at? Yep. <laughs> or how come they had a party and they, I mean, why they wouldn't invite me? Oh, I did. They didn't invite me. Yeah. Am I not cool enough for the party? I'm a seven. Am I, I'm cool enough. Am I not fun? Am I not the life of the party? Right. Hey. <laughs> and then I go through this whole thing in my brain. Like, Brittany, stop. <laughs> so we have three questions we like we want to ask oh, all yeah. of our guests um the first one is Brittany, what is your favorite color dun, dun, dun. Um, okay this is should not be hard um <laughs> i love all colors um <laughs> Such <a> yellow seven. <laughs> represents yellow right? represents me the most but pink is probably what i'm sh- like i mm. go for i thought you were gonna say glitter <laughs> I do love glitter. Wait, is iridescent an option? Of course. Sure, of There's course. no, we have no limitations then, on our questions. Okay, then great. Iridescent or a rainbow. There you go. <laughs> All right. And then what is your favorite Bible verse? Um, there are a lot of verses in the Bible. There um, are. True. Uh, the one that, the one that <laughs> sticks with me the most is Psalm 73, 26. I think it's 26. Anyway, it's my flesh and heart may fail, but God is my strength um, mm. and my portion of my heart forever. Where God is the rock and the strength of my heart forever. Yeah, oh, it's a, a good one. It really it is. is. It is really good. It's definitely got me through some things in life, just rem- reminding me who my rock is. <laughs> exactly. Sure. All right, Crystal, what's that question number three? Number three is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, telekinesis. Remind oh, me what telekinesis okay. is. Is that moving things? <laughs> yes, it's moving okay. literally anything with your mind. Because I think about this, like, it used to be mind reading because I'm nosy. Um, <laughs> that was mine. But, that's mine. <laughs> but then I was like, I really don't think I want to know everybody's information all the time. And then I would go through the spiral. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, oh my gosh, are they thinking about me? What are they thinking about me? And then I'd be Ooh, constantly no. stuck there. I so, want to know. I decided like telekinesis would be fun because I could move people and things and all that with my mind. I could, you know, water bend a little bit at the ocean. Oh yeah. Um, like I could literally do anything with that. But I also you think about like, washing the dishes, like then they yeah. should wash themselves. 
Literally. That's pretty and cool. then I also like Beauty and the Beast. Had, mm-hmm. Yes, literally. If I had to pick another one, um, which I know that you didn't ask for another one, but That's <laughs> if okay. I had to pick no rules. another <laughs> one, <laughs> I would probably say um like transportation, you know, like whatever that teleporting. So that yeah. I could go teleportation's mine. Yeah. Yeah. If I, because I'm such a traveler at heart, like I want to be in Paris for lunch and like Japan for dinner, you know, like yes. I would just be bebopping my way around. So I think that it would, if there was a way to combine mm. telekinesis and teleporting, that would be cool. Well, yeah, you could telekinesis yourself. Yeah. That's true. I just move myself at the speed of light <laughs> and then get where I'm going. Or you could be the flash. I could be the flash, but that would be you know. cool too. But yeah, could run around the world, spend time, make it backwards. <laughs> yeah, I would feel like with all your traveling, you would definitely want teleportation, or you could just move yeah. Japan to you. I can just oh, pull you? the continents of Asia, right? Germany. And then you just <laughs> walk over the like, state line. I could do that, but that may be it. May be bending some some rules of time space continuum, but I that's, could that's try true. it. Yeah, you might we, have, we a would have few to, stipulations. Yeah, the geek check in the... me just came out. I just said time space continuum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh well, it's out in the open now. Well, it's in the podcast <laughs> forever oh, in history. Well. <laughs> oh, well, this has been so fun. I love this conversation so much. I love both of y'all so so much. My seven and my two. Yes. <laughs> thank you thank you so much for joining us today and you're welcome back anytime on the podcast anytime mm-hmm. you want to come back anytime you want to grab lunch okay. we're here okay. <laughs> just tell me when i'll put it in my calendar right you have to pick pick a, a different saturday <laughs> right a different saturday not this saturday i'll be in disney world yes <laughs> another saturday right another, another saturday. one <laughs> All right. Well, I guess me and Crystal will be back with y'all next week and we will talk to y'all then. Yes, yes. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. Y'all have a great night, guys. Bye, y'all.